what's up? Welcome back to Political Ramble. This is your host, Cyrus King. And this podcast episode, man, I got so much to cover. I can't do it in this, all this episode. Like, I've, it's been a while. I've, um, we're, in, we're in the first week of November, and, you know, we got Lula winning in Brazil. We got um, midterms heating up, right? And, I, and, and like, a, like an egomaniac, instead of talking about that first, I talk about myself, right? But somebody got to do that. <laughs> um, this is kind of, I, I see this a lot, you know, with the midterms coming up. And we're going to, we're expecting a red wave, right? And I see this a lot where on Twitter, I, I said something like, both sides suck. And individual I respected was going at me, you know, they suck. But, you know, when you have things that's important to you, it's obvious that one side is worse than the other. And it's interesting because when I have conversations, and he know he's coming from the left point of view. And when I have conversations like this, this is what this is why I say about the American left is dead, or they never they never really existed. Because sometimes when you're the American left, or what you call the left here, they don't even know who they fucking talking to. I'm a more former. I, I, I mean, I gotta I, I say former, but I kind of still am a Marxist in a way, and I'm not a communist anymore, right? You know, you can be a Marxist and not a communist, right? Um, I'm a still kind of still a Marxist, former communist, Afrocentrist, Pan-African, right? So, do you believe? And I say that in terms of I'm reformed in the sense that I've I I have now come to the conclusion that at this point we're in a we're we're in a we're in a world that there's probably ten to fifteen countries. 10 to 15 governments left, real governments, right? And for me to, in the 21st century, to push communism, even Marxism, or socialism, probably is not realistic because at this point, government is just a criminal enterprise in most countries. And even if you say, well, talk about America, you can't separate, and this is what this individual didn't understand. It's like Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King literally said in the end, he regretted not getting involved in the anti-war movement early because you cannot separate what the imperialist actions that America takes versus the racial shit that they do domestically. You can't separate those two, right? So, so, so he regretted that. And, you know, when you are a, a what is calling yourself as progressive, as a liberal, or even worse, just a democratic stand, Right, meaning, look, what is it? I guess a liberal. I don't know what the a liberal is. Somebody was liberal, right? But progressive is like even more extreme than that. I mean, that's extreme, not in a bad way. Like a liberal may be just white educated individual who might be affluent, right? And they just believe in. I'm just giving an example of the stereotype. They just believe in rights for all, right? And the progressive says, no, we got to come in. We got to have free health care, free college, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so. Both of those things, when you look at it from America lens, it's almost impossible to do because America is a very center-right country. Out of all the industrialized countries in the world, we're the most center-right. So even if you come in and say, I'm a socialist, like, look, man, Bernie Sanders, the Bernie Sanders that people talk about, he wasn't even a socialist. He was a social democrat, right? And in people's minds, the guy was like a communist. That's... The brainwashing that exists within America and it's done it and it's went on for so long 
that when you present yourself as a communist, a socialist, Marxist, um, or anything like that, right? Even if, even when you, even when you, you, you're pro-union, like pro, you know, tr- trying to just have, have some kind of police reform, you're attacked on in such an extreme way that you have to spend so much time trying to say that you're not a communist. Right? And, and and that's not even counting the fact that because Americans don't really think and they're not really smart when it comes to certain shit, especially when it comes to political news abroad, they don't really know, they don't really realize, look, man, you can talk about shit about communism all you want. A communist country has never really been allowed to thrive. Don't forget, we talk about Venezuela and Cuba so terrible and we have sanctions on them. And this is not me defending them. Like I said, I'm, I'm straight capitalist now. I, 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 I mean, I have to be realistic. If I have kids. You think I'm going to tell my kids, hey, yeah, let's go to move to a socialist country. I, I, I wouldn't even want them to move to Denmark, honestly, and Sweden. And I love Scandinavian countries. I do. But I just feel that when government is eroding at such a, a level worldwide, right? And I, and I think people don't understand that. I said this many times. America... Canada to Australia three, um, Japan four, South Korea five, and I'm going to just say ten countries in Western Europe. I don't only have time to think about France and Belgium and Netherlands. I'm going to say ten countries in Western Europe. So if you got fifteen countries, that's left. That's it. How many countries is this in the world? Like 195. Like, and 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 there's countries in Western Europe. Italy, I wouldn't even name Italy and Greece and all them guys. Like they're technically Western Europe. Their 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 governments are criminal enterprises too. And it's getting worse, in a sense. You see, you, you see, even when you come to America, it's getting worse. Right? You, you see, in certain areas, corruption is so rampant, you can't even, I mean, you can't even, like, you can't even, at this point, you don't even want to call it corruption. This is business as usual. Corruption is like when you think you have a chance to, to reform. Right? So I, I understand, from my standpoint, it is what it is. You get older, you sell out, capitalist now. But I would always use Marxism or that philosophy to critique the wealthy and to, and, to, and to critique even capitalism in my own self, right? And, you know, for individuals to come to me about the Democrats or, or the better side, like I am, like I said, I've said before, a Marxist, ex-communist, Pan-African, right? You're not, and you know, shit, ex-gangster. You can't run that game on me. I'm not one of those liberals. I'm not one of those types. <laughs> At this standpoint, I understand that the most important, two most important things is what you do economically and your foreign policy. And I bring up that communism and that tie to streets because the thing liberals don't have, the thing progressives don't have, they tend to be very college educated and very affluent. That's what they tend to be, right? Look. I was in the Midwest um, doing charity. And, you know, I was allocation of food or, um, or um, you know, trying to pay bills for certain people, right? I'm even supporting that extension on the West Coast. Um, you know, we even have, you know, mean of one or two organizations even have it where we even try to organize uh, trips for some black folks to go back to Africa and just visit the motherland 
All that type of shit we do, right? So, I'm grounded in the street. And if you think, and I'm being honest, and this is where progressives and, and liberals fuck up. When we say 40% of Americans can't afford an extra uh, unexpected $400 bill, that number's probably much higher. Without credit, the number's probably much higher, right? When one-third of Americans make $250,000 living check to check, there's people who don't even have, can't, when gas, when gas goes up, they can't even afford to go to work, right? As bad as abortion is, if that's what you believe, those people don't have time to think about that. Yeah, you might have some unprotected sex and you might get somebody pregnant. How much time that happens per year? I'm just saying, like how much time that happens per year? Once? Twice? I hope not twice, but I'm just giving an example, right? There's people who are struggling right now, right now, right? Who have no money to eat. Who, who, like, imagine how you have to do if you're rationing gas, right? You're rationing gas. Imagine, imagine. And when you hear progressives and liberals talk, it's about keeping a party in power that, that there's basically, I mean, when you, when you, if somebody was to talk about the differences between Democrats and Republicans, you know what they miss? Both parties are about keeping power, right? And if you have to keep power in Alabama and Mississippi, right, you're going to talk certain shit. You're going to talk about how much you hate abortion and all this other shit, right? The party is just a reflection of the base they serve on a a domestic level, but what they do internationally really tells their agenda. And on top of that, we exist in such a way domestically that... It's really hard for anyone, any party, to have too much power. Like they're they're literally the same party, right? Two wing, two two ends of the same coin, and it's really hard. Even when a party gets the majority in the house, you have to get such an overwhelming majority. Like what is it, sixty six percent? Really? When it comes to certain shit, yes, I do admit the Supreme Court part. That's the one that you know when you have people who talk about, hey man, we gotta, you know, Democrats, Republicans are, are significantly different. I give you the Supreme Court part. That that part is true. That part is true in the sense that, you know, you got a president, you got Congress, you could con- kind of control, you know, the nominees. Right? Somebody dies. That part is true. But I think that part is overstated if that's the only thing you have going for you. Because even if you believe that, because even the individual, even the individual arguing, he's a white liberal, probably. Middle class, right? He's not. He he doesn't. He does. I doubt he's rationing gas to go to work, <laughs> right? Probably has health care. He's not a woman. Don't even think he has kids. So he's arguing about abortion. And not that abortion is not important. For you know, I definitely deal with data and polling. When you look at what people are concerned with, and this is why Democrats probably lose. Abortion is not number one. It's their pockets. And this is why, you know, my, unfortunately, my Marxist and communist brothers will always fail. In the end of the day, it always goes back to people's pockets. It always goes back to the economy. And unfortunately, while I don't think the Republicans really have a great economic plan, their economic plan is giving money, giving tax breaks to the rich, Right? Democrats do the same thing, but they just play lip service and, 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 and throw some bones to people of color once in a while. And so when that happens, 
it's 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 a very hard thing to kind of it's a kind of a hard thing to tell people who are younger, who are frustrated, you know, no matter what race you are, no matter you could even say even class to some extent. The America that the next generation is inheriting is a lesser version than what their parents inherited, no matter what, right? Military dominance, uh, we're at the point, uh, people are talking about Russia and Ukraine and Russia losing. Man, that will happen to many countries at this point. Like, we've had wars, we've had all the wars we can have with countries who, can, who we can beat, right? At this point, right now, being the most powerful nation in the world doesn't mean you could overpower everybody um, militarily. You could, but because we exist in such a point where you have to have a reason, to, you have to have a reason to go to war, right? And you can't use your biggest weapons. We could use our biggest weapons to bomb the shit out of somebody, but we can't do that anymore, right? So then we have militaries that, for the most part, are just grabbing the money. They're not being used, or they're being used, but they're not being used the way we think military is, right? And this is going on, and it's not going to get better, right? It's not going to get better. It, it's 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 we're in a point where the third party system, or people argue third party, which I'm one, I, I'm I'm for that. But the problem with that is going to be, it is such the two sides have power. It's like I have a lot of UFC fans who listen to political ramble, right? And I guess that was my first start in podcast world, or the more dominant one. It's like trying to go to UFC. And try and be like, we're gonna unseat the UFC, and we're gonna we're gonna have another MMA organization organization come up. It is so rigged; it's almost impossible to do that. And that's what and that's what it's like with third parties. Like it's, I mean, we look at it as it's easy. Honestly, it's much easier to maybe spin that as a president, right? So we will look at Ross Perot, we look at Ralph Nader, and we will give those examples of you know people who kind of came close, who got like five, ten percent of the vote. What we don't really understand is if you really want to make a third party and it to be real, forget the president shit. Forget the presidency. You would have to get some Senate seats, some, some seats in the House of Representatives especially. And third party people almost never do that or, or they have less of a chance of doing that than even the, the presidency. Like, like this. How many people, right? I thought they were voting for Jill Stein, Green Party. You know, she ran in uh, 2016. I voted for Gary Johnson in uh, 2016, right? And... um. I think Jill Stein, did she run 220? I, I, I voted for Gary Johnson 260, but I think Stein would kind of ran 220, right? When Stein ran, right? I guarantee more people can remember or know Jill Stein's name, right? Then who's the, who's the person in the House of Representatives in the Green Party in your state? Almost no one can know. Almost no one knows that. And because almost no one knows that, that's how you know, like, pfft. you know what I mean? It's not happening. And if you're going to get that, you're not going to get it from the Green Party. You can get it from Libertarians. I'm a, I'm a Libertarian guy, obviously, at this point. Now. What, a, what a Marxist, right? <laughs> I'm not a Libertarian. But if you're going to get that, if you're going to get a third party, like you see how you get, you get the Tea Party, whatever, it's going to come from the right. It's not going to come from the left. Because America is a center-right center country. And because America is a center-right country, unfortunately... All you can do, even if you have good intentions, and this is the part that's going to be kind of hard for people to understand, even if you have good intentions from the right, the way the right is set up, the right is set up to almost bootlick, bootlick rich people. And so 
A true revolution within America that's real will never come from the right. That's why there's no left. Because only a true revolution could have came from the left. It would never come from... There's, it's too imbalanced. If America was a center-left country, it would be the opposite, right? Then the left would be the problem. But, the, but when people say a left is a problem, I say this, I say this on a podcast, but I'm talking about what you're calling the American left. There's no real American left. There's no real American left at all. And most people who argue that or kind of argue... Oh, well, we still got it. We still have to worry about the Republicans. They're coming at it from a very domestic point of view, and that in itself has always been my problem with America. Go to Europe, click on the news, even click BBC. When you click BBC, you're gonna see a more global news, right? Click CNN, MSNBC, Fox. Very domestic. So, so then even when you say, okay, well, that's just mainstream. No, 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 no. You could say that's mainstream. That inspires the alternative media on the internet who's still going to be very domestic based and I don't mind if you just talk about domestic shit but if that's all you know that's the problem yeah I mean shit even for me I kind of want to talk international but domestic click domestic stuff gets me clicks I get it more people are interested in that I get it right but if, but if that's all you know if I ask you Lula or Bolsonaro what's your what's your fucking opinion and if your opinion is only from well, I'm a right-wing guy, so I'm going to go for, for, for Bolsonaro. If I'm a left-wing guy, I'm going to go Lula. If that's your only opinion, then you don't know domestic politics either. Or international politics, I'm sorry. And when you don't know international politics, it screws or skews your political takes. Because what is the power in this, and what rules this country? Forget imaginary Illuminati boogeyman and, and, and even saying glo- globalist. What, what rules this country? Military, financial, complex. Or financial military complex, hedge funds, Wall Street, banks, the military, and most importantly, the intelligence agencies. I mean, most things I'm describing is international. Coca-Cola, as much money as they make for America, they make even more money internationally. The movie industry makes just as much money internationally as domestically, sometimes more for certain projects. So the financial, military, industrial complex, that is it. Globalist. So instead of saying globalist, who are you identify who's the oligarchs? And then now the tech guys came in and the tech guys coming in are just as global. Apple, Google are just as global at this point. So we have to understand that. And if you don't understand that, your takes are always going to be shit. So at the end of the day, when I say both sides suck, both sides suck from ways and the crazy part of it is, and this is what the individual argued me didn't realize. Re- reason why people get mad at Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan's in the center, even though he's more right. People in the center know that. And unfortunately, FYI, people in the center are the majority. That's why culture wars are initiated. Culture wars are initiated mainly because the majority of people know that. But then there could be culture wars that, like most Americans are trained to care about, that might still str- trigger them, right? And when those culture wars trigger them, they revert. It's like a monkey, right? It's like an animal. You revert back to the animal reptilian brain. Oh, no, I got to care about this. And then that's how they come in and say, like, now, democracy's in trouble. Both Republicans, <laughs> forget this third party stuff. Forget 
posers that's calling themselves progressives, like the squad and AOC. No disrespect to them. You, you, you Yanks, you Americans, you, you, got, you guys, uh, and you're coming from obvious privilege. The real left is the street. It's an opinion of the Palestinians, apartheid going on in Israel. What's going on in Africa? Fact, oh shoot, Bolivia, they did a coup, came back, leftist government still won. Boom, Colombia, first time in a while, leftist government. They, the left, like, like, what's Cuba doing? Like, that's the left. Like, that is, that, the college campuses, <laughs> and the tech guys in um, Silicon Valley, it's fake left. It's fake left. You only call them left because the right side is such cavemen and barbarians. Could you imagine in the 21st century you telling people, I'm going to ban abortion? Something has to be fucking wrong with you. If I, I, look, I know a lot of my listeners are right wing. I'm just saying. I know I a lot of listeners on the right side, on the right wing, and you guys may not like that. In the 21st century, we're arguing about abortion and contraception. Something is wrong with you. So I don't even have time to address that too much. A lot of that shit is cultural bullshit. Yeah, some women could get hurt. And yeah, um, you know, it's unfortunate. But guess what? Most of the women in red states, their husbands have voted for that. That's a state-by-state state thing. Yeah, you could, you could talk about, oh, they're trying to ban it nationwide. Chances are happening. It's not good, right? They're not going to ban abortion. They're not going to ban abortion nationwide. That's going to be a state-by-state state thing. You live in the red state, that's what you, that's what you want. That's what you want to live. So, that, so some of that comes with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you have to kind of be able to know what fights to fight and what fights is out of your hands. And you fight every fight. You're going to be burned out anyway. So sometimes the most authentic people fight every fight and they're burned out. You got to know when to do that. Like, I'm not, at this point, my fight is economics, period. That's it. And so when it comes to that, when it comes to paying attention to what they do globally, how are either side different? Shit. They're both. I mean, I know it's popular they say the Dems are more anti-war. I mean, are more war, and Republicans are not. It's probably true, but Republicans are such natural war hawks that it, 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 it might as well just say both sides are pro-war at this point. Because the, because the pro-war, once you start talking about imperialism, and you start talking about, especially countries of color, right, and, and you start talking about our values and, and protecting it, that's what Republicans do. So yeah, the Republicans right now are probably less anti-war, but that's more just because they're, they're on some real nationalist, it's like a nationalist wave going on right now. Sometimes that, that appears to make you anti-war, but they still believe in the communists of the devil and Islamic fundamentals. Like, they still believe in that. So naturally, they're more warlike. But right now, yes. Right now, the Dems are more warlike for sure. So far question. Far question. Right? But saying that, I mean, it's like you're, I mean, like I said, it's like two sides of the same coin. It's like, you know, it's like saying, who you want to choose, Crips or Bloods? How about we get rid of all gangs? How about that? <laughs> How about that? How about we get rid of all gangs? Me, personally, prefer the Crips, but it's still a gang. So it is what it is. So that's a ramble. But not that much fire. I'm saving the fire for, the next, for a few episodes to come. Cyrus King, political ramble. Till next time, peace.